Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Speaking of the life of the party, this is Kevin McPherson, beer known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Wow, really? He's the life of the party? Are you the life of the party, Kevin? I'm such a lot of the party that I've got you on speaker while I tweet out Arkansas just offered three 2026 class of 2026 high school prospects, including two in the Little Rock area. Um, so I'm literally finishing up a tweet here as I do this. I'm kind of chewing gum and tweeting at the same time. Wow. 2026. Uh, That's, uh, so those guys are going into their sophomore years? Yeah, sophomore. I didn't Rick, I couldn't hear you. I've, I've got you yeah. on speaker, yeah. so I'm already okay. having a hard time. Yeah, so twenty. Well, you might need to take it off of the speakerphone yeah, so then. Twenty twenty six. That means they're going into their soft. They're going into their sophomore years. They've all they finished is their ninth grade years, and they've all been. That's off. right. That, that, that's that's right. But you know, some of these players, if you looked at them, you might think they were high school seniors if you saw them physically, and then if you saw them play, you'd be, you know, it, it's just. Um, and we know that players for years have been offered this early, you know, sometimes during their freshman season. These players are between freshman and sophomore seasons, and they're playing. They're really, for the first time, on the major parts of the circuits, when you're talking the shoe circuits, Nike, Adidas, um, Under Armour. So this is a big deal, uh, these offers today. Two of these players I'm very familiar with, and I'm just about to wrap up this tech. This well, who season. are they? We can't read your mind. Well, can you read, well, we read, my read tweet. your tweet? <laughs> Don't read your All mind. Right. Read oh, your my mind. gosh. I, I speaker, J.J. Jason, J.J. Andrews, 6'5 guard, Little Rock Christian Academy. Oh, he's a player. He is the son of Sean Andrews. He's a baller. lineman at Arkansas, all-pro in the NFL. No kidding. Uh, we knew he was a first-round pick, but his son – was a phenom. You know, Little Rock Christian won the 4A state title in basketball this year. Uh, J.J. Andrews was a big part of that. He's been a star uh, playing uh, in the spring and summer already, uh, playing on the Nike uh, circuit, which is, you know, obviously one of the big three and arguably the top circuit. Uh, But he got a scholarship offer from Arkansas. just did an interview with him. He's in the car traveling with his family to practice. And we just had an interview right before I called in here, and I was typing in some of the quotes and just tweeted out one of his quotes uh, as we started this segment. But he spoke with Musk today, just a few minutes ago, and he said that he told me that Musman told him he likes the way that he plays and was offering the scholarship to University of Arkansas. Now, I was at Little Rock Christian practice back in the fall when Musselman uh, and assistant coach Gus Arginal came in to watch J.J. practice. He was a 14-year-old freshman at the time. 6'5", if you look at his physique, uh, again, he looks – I mean, you might even mistake him for a college freshman. He's built, he's athletic, he's skilled, and one of the things I love about him, he already plays the right way. This is one of the conditions that makes Arkansas players, in my opinion, when I see him come through all the, uh, over, over the years, is they, for whatever reason, the, the, the training and the coaching they get around here they, they seem to, most of them seem to understand how to play the right way. When I say that, not all of them are worried about their own stats and how they look. They, they play a, an unselfish, smart brand of basketball, so they're being coached well. And this kid, by the way, guys, ESPN already has a top 25 for the class of 2026. Well, of course, and he's ranked he, the number eight were. prospect. 
number eight prospect eight. in the country. Wow. Man, that's amazing. If that, if that sticks through the years, he's a five-star. No doubt. You're right. Wow. That's just one of three. Okay. Who's the other okay. two? Guys, you still – did I lose you? No. No, no. we got you. We're just waiting on the other okay, two. Phone beeped and it went – all right. Um, so I got a former hog trying to beep in and call me right now. <laughs> okay, I won't say who it is. He might be on the staff up in Fayetteville. All right, so we've got Jacob Lanier, 6'6 point guard uh, out of Maumel. He has been blowing up on the Nike E15 circuit in the spring and summer. He had a really good freshman season playing at Maumel, by the way. Jacob Lanier, 6'6 point guard, attended Arkansas Elite Camp last year and did well there, but Arkansas has been keeping tabs on him. He got a scholarship offer from the University of Arkansas today as well, this afternoon. I'll be talking with him, coordinating with him. I told him I had drive time today, and I'm going to be doing an interview with him around 5.15, so he'll be on the road. He's going on the road, too, to New Orleans. That's the team he plays with. Uh, Levon Fleur-de-Lis is the name of the program out of New Orleans, but they've had a team for years on the Nike circuit at all levels, and he plays for their their 15U program. But he has been really, really good. He's a lead guard already at 6'6". He can score, facilitate, uh, can play above the rim. Both in, 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 So both he and J.J. Andrews, Jacob Lanier, J.J. Andrews, are the two players out of Central Arkansas from that class of 2026 that picked up offers today. A third player, and this player I'm not as familiar with, Jalen Montanati, a 6'7 small forward. Out of Owasa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Also class of 2026 and just picked up an Arkansas scholarship offer today. So there may be more. Uh, these are the first three that just kind of all hit at once. Uh, we'll see if there's more that'll, that'll come out. But as, I, as we're on there now, those are the three that I know about. But a big deal with these Central Arkansas kids because once again, uh, we could talk pool, uh, you know, we could talk about player retention. We're certainly always going to be talking about. Does it? Did I lose you? Getting the phone keeps beeping. No, no, we can hear you. We hear you. Okay, everybody's trying to call you. Everybody wants to call you. They want to talk to you. And by the way, Owasso uh, is right outside the. Uh, it's in the Tulsa area, and so you it's think in the about Tulsa that. Area, so not as, as, yeah, as far as being close, there he's closer to Fayetteville than the Little Rock kids are. That's true. Well, you know, Jay, you know, one of the things that, that J.J. Andrews told me was, you know, just the pride uh, with his father being having come to the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Obviously, he was from Camden down south. Uh, but, but the, the, you know, there was a lot of pride there in the family about his time at Arkansas and being able to use that as a, as a stepping stone to the NFL. Uh, you know, he, he talked about the hard work that he's put in. He's glad that that gets recognized because he's not just a physical specimen. I mean, he's a very good basketball player. The same with Jacob Lanier. Both of these guys already six five, six six, and they're already getting national attention. They've got, you know, these young men have already had some high major offers before now. So that, you know, this is just. But it's always big when it's the home state school. JJ talked about that. Uh, but you know, again, this is exciting uh, times for young players like that, uh, especially when they're home state school in a state like Arkansas, where the Razorbacks are the pro team. They're you know, they're the only high major program in the state, and obviously they compete in what's, what I think is the best conference in all of sports and college sports, and that's SEC. 
One side note, uh, congratulations, Darian Ford, today on his Twitter account by way of social media is saying he is now a Red Wolf of Arkansas State. So congratulations yeah. to Darian staying in the state. That's Yeah, glad to see that. Glad to see him stay in the state. And I hope he does really well there. Now, Kevin, this, this is not related to basketball, but I, you mentioned uh, James Lanier blowing up. This is a young man we've already talked about multiple times. Uh, his name is Wyatt Simmons by way of Harding Academy. Now, the reason why I mention this, one of the many sites that I look at over and over again is Football Scoop. You've heard of Football Scoop, maybe. Uh, they did a story on Wyatt. It starts off by saying he is the talk of college football. Why college coaches nationwide rush to see Wyatt Simmons. Coaches are flocking to Searcy, Arkansas to see Wyatt Simmons. Is it too many individual elements alone to tell the impossible story? No camps, no social media. Yet, this kid has blown up with a ton of offers. So is that kind of uh, along the same lines that we're going to see from Mr. Lanier, when it's all said and done, he's going to end up with 30-plus offers. I mean, if he's only in the uh, going into the 10th grade, that's pretty uh, that's pretty impressive. You're already getting an offer from the University of Arkansas. All right, hang on, Kevin. Got to take a break. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. All right, let's go back to Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. No, he, he's the life of the party. He is the life you, you of the party. His, his nickname is now Life of the Party. Kevin hey, guys, McPherson. you're back on speaker. I'm doing another tweet. Arkansas has also offered class of 2025 Tim Ward, a 6'6", small forward wing out of Largo, Maryland. He took an unofficial visit to take, take in an Arkansas game during the, past, the previous basketball season. I just talked to him in early May, just a few weeks ago, and he told me his interest level in Arkansas was really high and that he would be taking another visit uh, this fall, so he might be coming in for a football game, it sounds like to me. But he's also picked up an Arkansas offer, class of 2025 national top 50 four-star Cam Ward, a 6'6 small forward wing uh, at a Largo High School in Maryland. Uh, and then I think... We'll be keeping our eyes open. I think we're going to see another, at least another class of 2025 offer today. Um, the word is we're just waiting for that to get finalized. So there should be another one. I can't say the name right now until it gets, you know, until it formally happens. But uh, so we're, we're looking at at least five offers today. The first thing that we talked about, the three from class of 2026, uh, two of those from the Little Rock area. And I just mentioned the young man in the class of 2025, and I think we'll see another for the class of 2025, at least one more, as, as soon as today going out. Mercy. All right, let's uh, talk with Navy Mike. Mike, good afternoon. Hello, Randy and Rick and uh, Hoop Scoop. Hi, you know, Hoop Scoop, I had a question for you about the NBA draft. Um, you know, I, I noticed a lot of the, some top prospects are NBA G League guys. 
Now, admittedly, I don't know that much about the G League. I know just some guys signing, you know, directly out of high school under there. I, I figured it was kind of like, you know, the minor league major league baseball where those guys just get called up. But apparently they haven't even been drafted yet because they're in the draft. So I just wanted to get your comments on how that works. Um, I mean, obviously they're in the G League, but they're not actually in the NBA yet. So just just uh, elaborate on that, please, and uh, you guys have a meeting. Thank you, Mike. Did you hear the question? Well, I couldn't hear him. I heard him, but I didn't hear what he asked. Okay, the question was G League. Define, describe the G League. And what he said was he's seen a lot of guys right now listed in the NBA mock draft from the G League. But the G League at night. So the G League is basically a form system for the NBA. Their sister, you know, they're, they're – tied together, um, and those are professional basketball players. The G League Ignite is the one team, the one team that is not affiliated with a specific NBA team. And they bring in basically players, you know, they've got several players from the high school level um, that can skip, you know, they can, they can uh, right out of high school, they can skip college and go play for the G League Ignite. One of Arkansas's recruits from the 2024 class, Dink Paid out of Dallas, you know, Arkansas was in a good running with him, but he's chosen to play with the G League Ignite. So he's not going to play a freshman season of college before going to the NBA draft. He's going to play with the G League Ignite. Ron Holland's another player that the G League Ignite pursued. So the G League Ignite has players that once they play that one year with that team, uh, then they're eligible for the draft. And so these aren't G League players. They're players that play on the G League Ignite, and the G League Ignite competes against other G League teams. But it's just a different, you know, it's just a different animal in that league because it's not made up of professional. And the pros are getting paid, but they're not made up of guys who have finished. Most of which have finished college, or maybe they are in the G League and they played overseas or something like that, and now they're in the G League. I mean, Dusty Hannes is still playing in the G League. He's a well. He's been out of college for a while now, but the G League Ignite's just a little bit different. Let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, hello, gentlemen. What's up, buddy? Uh, Rick, I'm gonna get on to you. Uh oh, for what? You was kind of talking bad about Taylor. No, I was saying, where is it? I said, it must be amazing. They win baseball and softball. Well, it's like this, it's an amazing Rick. community. They've won like eight or nine softball championships. Yeah, baseball too. But Seems like they it. have won the last six consecutive softball championships. Wow. Well, I know it's down near your area, so but no, I was amazed at this community, and I figured it's it's a community made up of all baseball and softball fields because they win so much. And uh, the young lady that pitched for Taylor uh, yesterday, she won the state championship last year as a freshman, and her daddy was a pitcher out here at SAU. Pretty good bloodlines. That's right. Good genes. Uh, yes, sir. And hopefully co- uh, Coach Stifel had an assistant coach uh, at the state championship to look at her because, I mean, she has amazing control. Of course, all these games have been uh, uh, good. 
because uh, Gravit right now is ahead 2-1 to one over P. Ridge and uh, only seen the second home run in the softball tournament. They're also on PBS, which is pretty That's much statewide. That's what I'm watching. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I just had to get on Rick a little bit. You know, don't uh, <laughs> I, yeah, don't I look his say... area down. I didn't say one unkind word about Taylor. I hey, know, but what I'm saying I deserve is it, you don't can overlook me, but... this area because that's the problem, and I hate that uh, Channel 7 does not cover this area sometimes when there's athletes in this whole area. Are you in anyway, the Channel guys, 7? I'm going to let you go. Okay. Thank you. I don't know what that thumping noise is, but... Uh... Oh, that's... Uh... That's Kevin, life of the party, McPherson tweeting. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I think I could be. What do you think, Kevin? You Sorry, guys. <laughs> see, <laughs> see. I thought it's more Morse code or something. <laughs> Kevin's putting it out there, aren't you? All right, Kevin. Update, if you will, what's going on? Uh, sounds like Jordan Walsh had a very good day. Fifteen points. Uh, forget the other numbers. Couple of assists and maybe four or five rebounds, nine points for Ricky Council. This was in the scrimmages from yesterday. Apparently, uh, they are starting to shine at the Combine. Well, I think they help themselves in certain ways. Jordan Walsh, the measurables we knew would be good and would stand out relative to the players of his position. And uh, so those things, he started had a great start to the week just because of measurables and testing. He did well in the shooting drills. Now, those are non-defense. You know, no one's gardening. But, I, you know, that might have surprised some folks. He didn't shoot all that well in the in the combine games, but this is a guy who's going to be a fourth or fifth scoring option at best. He's, he projects as a 3 and D wing, and so he did some good stuff. His activity on the floor, getting the loose balls, getting rebounds, he was an excellent passer. I mean, he had five assists in each game. Uh, and some of the stuff he was doing out there, diving to the floor, recovering the ball, throwing it ahead for an assistant, it kind of reminded me of what Jalen Williams did not only at Arkansas, but in his combine action last year when he uh, he did some of those same things and it really opened eyes. So I think Jordan Walsh did some good stuff. The concerns I have continue to be, I mean, he projects as a 3 and D wing. He's a guy that you want to take that open three uh, when the defense has collapsed on the guys that are primary handlers and scores. He only took three threes in two games and made only one, so the percentage isn't bad. But he turned down some open threes to put the ball on the floor and drive to where the defense was waiting on him. There's a reason he's open. He needs to learn how to be confident and take that shot. So there's a few little concerns, but no player's perfect. He's a work in progress. I thought he did well. So. All right, Kevin, thank you.